Hello, Vanderpump Rob's listeners. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to drop a little information. I assume that this episode may be bringing in some new listeners, which is great. Welcome to the podcast. I'm releasing today's episode as a bonus because it's not often that a VPR cast member agrees to come on the show. Sheena, who is on today's episode, is actually a repeat guest, which is wonderful. Her and I always have a great time chatting, and we like to keep it fun. In today's episode, we talk about a lot of different TV show ideas that could be potential spinoffs for her, and I encourage all listeners to tweet at Netflix, Disney+, Hulu, True TV, Peacock, Tubi, Pluto, whoever, whatever, whichever streamers you want, and use the hashtag SheenaSpinoff to share your favorite Sheena spinoff TV show. Is it her Ghost Hunters show? Her food travel show? Maybe it's her crime-solving drama. Or hey, it could even be one you create yourself. The possibilities are endless. Let's have some fun. So yeah, tag Sheena, tag me, use the Sheena spinoff hashtag, and let's do this. Also, don't forget that Sheena just dropped some new merchandise, and you can find a link to that in the show description. Now finally... I want to say thank you to some new patrons. Listeners of this podcast know that over at patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs, you can get early access to ad-free episodes as well as bonus episodes, and you can even participate in live events and live watch parties. It's all very fun. That's patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs. Don't forget, patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs. And for less than the price of a pump teeny per month, you can join this great community. Now some thank yous. Thanks to Lisa, Molly, Lynette, and Beck. You are my newest patrons. And if you want to be on this list and have a direct line to me and this great VPR community, head to patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs. Now on with today's episode with the spectacular Sheena Shea. Welcome to Vanderpump Rob's, a sexy, unique recap podcast hosted by me, Rob Schulte. And today I'm celebrating an incredible guest, a guest that's returning for the second time on the podcast. And I am very thankful for it. And I know my audience is too. It's Sheena Shea. Hi, Sheena. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm having a terrific year. It's it's great. You know, how, how are you doing? That's awesome. Um, I was having some uh, technical difficulties getting this set up because my husband left my Beats case, minus the headphones, the end of the headphones, but he left the case with all of my cords that I use for my podcast on the airplane coming back from BravoCon. And when we went back to get it, they said it wasn't there. We're like, we got off the plane two minutes ago. What do you mean it's not there? But we're thinking someone picked it up and just took it because they thought the headphones were in it. So now I have headphones and no cords for any of my equipment. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That is such a headache. Uh, oh. But luckily, you're in good hands. I'm going to really beef up this audio. People are they, Hopefully they won't even know the difference. But also, I think audience are being pretty forgiving after uh, a few years of strictly Zoom podcasts. You know, yeah, no kidding. Um, but you've you've recently 
gone back in studio with shenanigans. I've had some incredible episodes lately. I was uh, listening in on your BravoCon recap uh, a couple of weeks back. That was pretty, pretty incredible. But I gotta, I gotta ask you though, Sheena. Um, cards on the table. Was there anything that you overheard or was unexpected at this most recent BravoCon? Well, some of the Jersey housewives kind of got into it back at the hotel. So <laughs> I didn't witness that in person. I heard about it the next day at BravoCon and I saw videos online oh. and I was with them 10 minutes before that happened. I was like, what happened in those 10 minutes? It's it's amazing how quickly one spark can turn into a fire. Yeah, no kidding. Oh man. I mean, but I'm sure you've you've had your share of sparks and fires in your day. Absolutely. Yeah. Um I got to I got to say though, uh my wife, my girlfriend was very uh my wife and my girlfriend. No. My wife was, Do you have both? I don't. I'm not I'm not that fluid. <laughs> uh but she um she was very impressed with your performance at Andy's Legends, which... Oh, my God, thanks. You were the talk of the town. Everyone knows you killed it. And, you know, without an inner ear monitor, able to actually hit your words. I actually did have an ear in. Oh, wow. One. Yeah. Felt like, uh, well, mm, I'm not going to talk shit. You were great. Other people just went with the uh, lip sync, I guess. Yeah, that that was one of the routes they went. But I was like, look, if I'm performing live, I'm going to do the rap part of my song because I feel like that will sound the best live and it's the less singing I will have to do. But um, yeah, there was there was one part I missed. I did the good ad and I paused gold, but I was like, wait, no, that part's at the end. And so I missed that one little beat. But other than that, I was pretty proud of myself. It was a uh, very fun kind of spontaneous performance we didn't get a lot of rehearsal time my rehearsal was just a few hours before the show oh my god yeah our flight was really delayed the night before and so I missed the initial rehearsal and so I was like you know what we're just gonna kind of wing it because as I went to the rehearsal a few hours before I was in my day one BravoCon outfit which was this tiny tight little black mini skirt that I could barely move in it was like a standing for photos only outfit so then I'm like trying to do my rehearsal and like these massive shoes this tiny skirt and I'm like we'll just figure it out when we get up there well it was incredible yeah you really did it was uh it was you stole the show I said this before uh I think it was one of the highlights I saw all over social media it was a lot of fun and like more power to you being able to go out there and just have a good time especially with very little rehearsal (laughs) I can I I can tell that like that place was I've I've done podcast conventions. I know this is different than that, but like when they turn the key and start those big events, it's just nonstop. Like there is no time between anything and that oh my God. Great job. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. It was so much fun. It was definitely one of my highlights of the entire weekend. I had such a good time. I was on such a high. Everyone was screaming and singing along and It was just a really good experience in time. Oh, that's awesome.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to talk about today's theme episode. What I've been doing on Vanderpump Robs recently is, yes, I will talk about episodes of the show, but, you know, there's only so many episodes of the show to bring a guest on, to have fun with. And sometimes we've all seen the show. We got to explore the uh, the space of reality TV and being a performer and an actor and a personality. And I thought, you know, the world is your oyster. Um, and maybe one day there will be a spinoff for Sheena, Sheena and Brock, Sheena and Summer. Who knows what it could be? And maybe following the characteristics of spinoffs, we should look at like what you could do in the silly world that is spinoffs. Because I think there's more than just another reality show starring you. Although... I would watch that as well. Now, <laughs> I think that the first thing that came to mind was, what if you and your family moved to Miami and became private detectives? Would you think that would be a sort of show you could get behind? Um, I mean, Miami does have beautiful water. Their beaches are much nicer there. I don't, uh, did you say detective? Maybe detectives. I was watching a lot of Baywatch Nights at the time. And so okay. I thought, you know, it doesn't, it could be dramatized. You know, it could just yeah. be a, a mini series on Netflix, just starring you being a private eye in Miami. I don't see. I feel like the private eye is a little more Kristen Doty, to be honest. <laughs> well, I could, I could but, see that. <laughs> but I did used to love watching CSI Miami. Yes. And I thought, what if I got into, you know, like crime scene investigation? That could be interesting. So maybe I would go a little more that route than the PI. Because, I mean, clearly based on my dating track record, I'm not the best with, you know, learning about people's past before I date them. That would be <laughs> the, the total pilot would be like, well, I'm now in Miami. Let me look at my strengths and my weaknesses. And they try and get you right. to the PI. And you're like, no, I'm going to go the official route. Crime scene investigation. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting to the bottom of this. Looking at all the clues. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And I know that uh, you're you're a pretty big fan of Impractical Jokers, correct? Love. I just met Joe Gatto at the Chargers game last week. Oh. It was the day I got back from BravoCon. We went to the game. It was the Monday night game. And my mom goes, Sheena, that guy over there getting food looks like Joe from Impractical Jokers. I turned around. I don't even see his face. I just see him from the back. I was like, 100%. That's him. I know him so well. That is his back. 100%. <gasps> and... I am not one to really fangirl, to go up to people, to bother them. Because you never know. If, I mean, I know how it is for me. I'm a person who I embrace that. I welcome it. And I'm fine with it. Unless if I'm like 
mid meal, then maybe wait till I'm done. But I'm all about it. I love meeting people. And I'm like, I mean, people have to come up to this guy all the time, you know, especially with the type of show he does. And I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it. Mur did my podcast. I'll lead with that. Joe was like one of my ultimate goals to get on. So I walk over to him and I was like, hi, um, big fan of yours. I was like, oh my God. Like, Sorry. Hi, my name is Sheena. <laughs> um, I said, Mur actually did an episode of my podcast. Uh, I don't remember if it was earlier this year. It might've been last year. And um, I said, and I've really wanted to get you on my show as well. And he goes, wait, Sheena? I go, yeah, I said my podcast is called Shenanigans. He goes, no, no. He's like, I know. Gives me a hug. I was like, wait, you've heard of me? Because <laughs> Mur promised me he was going to tell Joe that he should also do my show. And I think Mur actually did because Joe was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was like, is there someone who like, I could get in touch with to get you on my show. And then his manager comes over. I give him my info. I'm still waiting to hear from him. So I'm hoping he reaches out. But I was like, I just wanted to bother you before you got your meal and we're eating. And I don't know if I'm going to have another chance what you're doing at the game, but um, so nice to meet you. And yeah, it was amazing because I love them and I would love to be the fifth or I guess now fourth Joker because he's not on the show anymore, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, first of all, incredible like i <laughs> i love just how personable you 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 are and how you're not afraid to take you know sometimes especially when you have been in front of the camera or have a podcast or probably you know it's kind of like nope i get it like you said if i'm eating i don't like people to come up or you know there's a right time and place but everyone's celebrating at the football game and you're like you know what i'm this is my moment i'm gonna fucking yeah, do it exactly i do think like I would love to see you on Impractical Jokers with the microphone, feeding the lines, getting someone to do something like I just feel like that sort of scenario is built for you and your friends, especially or just you by yourself, because I just think there's this like this world that we each have our own unique experiences. And I think that can make different pranks heightened and even funnier so like i'm i'm gonna start a letter writing campaign i think to get you to be that ex that new joker i and mer even said on my podcast he's like yeah we gotta get you on the show and i was like let me know i will make it happen that has always been a dream of mine to do like a hidden camera type of show but i also want to be the one in front of the camera with the earpiece because uh, oh I literally, I do not turn down a dare. You can ask anyone who knows me. If you dare me to do something, as long as it's not like inappropriate, you know, it's my relationship or now that I'm a mom, I will do pretty much anything for a dare. So I think I would be so good on that show. It would be funny if they were in my ear while I'm doing stuff and someone recognized me and is like, oh my God, Sheena from Vanderbilt Rules is such a weirdo, but I would totally do it. I oh my God! Keep manifesting that, yeah, I would love to do that. I love that idea even more than my own idea. Wild, right? No, it's that would be <laughs> so funny, especially if you happened to be serving or just in the middle of filming <laughs> any season of VPR, but then also it's doubling as like a backdoor right? pilot for another season of Impractical Jokers. <laughs> Oh my God. I would love that. I just think it would be so fun to get to just do something completely stupid 
for like a job and oh, yeah. because someone's in your ear telling you what to do and then you get to tell them after of course you know, they have to sign a release so it's not like they're gonna think that forever they're gonna find out like oh it was for a show that is an ultimate goal of mine doing that kind of show in general but to do impractical jokers and i was saying to Murr, i'm like i mean you have like joey fatone and you guys have you know celebrity guests on your show could that be me <laughs> and he said yes and i'm still waiting well, when I put out this episode, I'm going to do a call to action for all of my listeners to uh, maybe tag a few people to see if we can make this yeah. a reality. Um, yeah. Speaking of releases, I had to sign my first release not too long ago while I was eating a charcuterie plate at Sir. So, uh, oh, it, uh, no. well, maybe my bright orange hat will show up when one of the whip pans of uh, one of the scenes. <laughs> Peter Peter and I had been recording something and then I, he's like, oh, I got to go to work. And I was like, I got to get some dinner. So, yeah, yeah. Nice. So but we're not here to it. talk about that. Everyone, want, more info on VPR as the months come down the line. Um, I want to talk about a couple other options that could be a okay. spinoff. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brock is from Down Under, and that is exactly how they pronounce it, Down Under, with my Kansas Mm -hmm. accent. Um, (laughs) But I feel like you both would be great doing some sort of animal adventure show, maybe for kids. Ooh. You know? Wait, I like this. It's also been a dream of mine to go on, like, an African safari. Yes. I What's that movie with Adam Sandler and Joe? Oh, Blended. Yes. Barrymore. Yes. That movie, I'm like, I want to do that. I want to go to a place like that where you have this, like, nice, fun hotel, but then you get to do all of the, like, safari adventure things. But we could do that in Australia. Yeah, I I think that would be... And that would be great as like a show for adults or if you did skew it towards kids, you know, now that you're your new parents, like I think that you all have such a, I don't know, call me corny, but you guys are so positive, like in, in the interactions that I've had. Right. Like, I think that comes off really well. And like so often we see people who are on reality TV shows that kind of like stay in that lane, which is totally fine. But to like see you in either an adventure travel show or as like a like learning show for children, both I think would be incredible. It would be so much fun. I think that would be so fun. I know Brock would want to get one of those like camper vans where you put the thing that you sleep in, you know, on top of their car. Yes. So we could just, you know, like tour around the country and, you know, bring summer with us. Yeah. And it, I, I mean, come on. And Anthony Bourdain type show with you and Brock. I'm all about it. Another dream of mine is to host a travel show where like we go all around the world and we have like tacos and tequila. Yes. You know, like 
everywhere has tequila. And so far, every country I've been to has tacos. They're different. They may not always be the best, but I've always thought that would be so fun to do a travel show. But it's like, okay, we're going to do tacos and reposado in this country and, you know, tacos and silver here. And I think that would be fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. And that kind of flowed right into some other ones that I had as well. Like, even if it weren't a tour show, like, I would completely watch you and Brock on your own sort of, like, restaurant sort of show. Like, what are we going to build together? That sort of idea of, like, if you were to start your own business, start your own restaurant, getting out of the Hollywood style thing and, like, I'm moving to this city and starting a business based on this sort of dish. Maybe not enchiladas, maybe enchiladas, you never know. Maybe. My enchiladas are pretty good. That's what I hear. I hear things. I hear things, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, one of the one of the last things that came to mind on my list, though, that I honestly think would be a smash success, and that would be a ghost hunting show starring Sheena. Ooh. You know, maybe I a little spooky. With that. Maybe, you know, going to like quote haunted areas and just seeing what vibes happen now don't want it to be too scary would hate for anyone to you know get into any weird realms but i think people love those sorts of shows and i think that you would make a good host on that sort of show i would love to host a show like that i would just love to host a show like i got my degree in broadcast journalism communication studies so hosting has always been a massive passion of mine that I haven't gotten to do as much as I would have loved to at this point. But to host like a ghost hunters show, I did used to want to be on not Fear Factor. What was it? There was this show, I think it was just called Fear, actually. Yes. On MTV. Yes, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, I wanted to do that show so bad, but I don't know why I never like auditioned for it, but... I would watch this show and I'm like, I could totally do that. But it would be fun to be able to be the host. So you don't even have to do the scary stuff. Because I feel like I was much more brave when I was 18 than I am now at 37. But that that would be fun to host something like that. And you get to go to all of these spooky places. Yeah. I like that. How that do we make be- these shows happen? Well, like I said, call to action in the show notes. We're going to start a writing campaign, a a change.org petition. People are really going to go for it, I'm sure. I know I am. I'll start them at least. I love that. I got a lot more attention on my Instagram because Jack's left me a grumpy comment. So all of those people will now be right on board with all of this. So, Oh, my God. What did he say? So, okay. First of all, I was a little snarky, but I'm I'm a very friendly person. I understand it's a TV show. Um, but I made a lot of, you know, there's the spirit Halloween costume meme that's going around right now. And I did okay. a lot of people from the show with different generic faces, not their own faces. And I said, like, the restaurant owner, and that's Lisa, or you know, uh, the restaurant manager and it was Peter with someone else's face on it or the server and it was the cocktail dress, right? And I did the cheater and it was a Jack's. He said, he he came back and I get it. I went there, I get it. But uh, he was like, hey, you know, I'm not the only one sort of thing. And I was like, fair enough, but you were the most stylish for a Halloween costume. 
I feel like he could appreciate that an insult with a compliment. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I know how to do this. Like, I, I get it. I'm. I'm also just playing it yeah. up. He's making a TV show. I'm making a podcast. You know, it's all the same thing. Exactly. Um, yeah, but no, he he responded. He was like, "Hey, you know what? Fair enough." So, uh, anyway, the whole point of this is that I got a little bit more attention. So ev everyone's going to be voting for your shows. That's the best part about this. We're going to get your I love that. show made. You know, you say you would love to host something one day, and I have to just compliment you on your hosting abilities of shenanigans, because it is a very fun podcast. I really enjoy listening to it. As a podcast producer myself, I think it's handled very, very well. I think the production quality is fantastic. And I think you can control that show better than a lot of podcast hosts I've heard in the past. And it's not about being better or worse or whatever, but you take control of your show, which I think some people forget that it's that like, you have to steer the ship. And I would really like for you to just like, if anyone for whatever reason is listening to my podcast and has not heard yours, to maybe just plug it, tell them a little bit about what some of your recent episodes are, maybe an episode that was your favorite. Oh, thank you. See, I always feel like I'm great in front of a camera with a teleprompter and like that kind of hosting. But still, five years later of doing a podcast, I still get a little nervous for every interview I do because I'm like, if it's someone I don't know really well, then I'm like, well, what if I have to steer the conversation this way? And I, I, I've learned so much from my one star review of, you know, don't I know that feeling. Off. Don't always chime in. Don't this, don't that. But I'm like, you know what? Here's the thing. It's my show. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. But also... I feel like I'm not making the conversation about me. We're having a conversation where one person talks, the next person talks, and we relate to each other. And I'm like, it gets frustrating because I now feel like sometimes when I have something I want to say after they're done with their thought, I don't say it. And I hold back because I don't want to make it about me. But I'm like, Ugh. but then that, what I say, might have them chime into something else that they were going to say. And it's all about having a conversation. You know, I try though, when it is just an interview to just, you know, ask the questions and then move on. And then it just feels a little awkward. So recently sure. my episode this week, I have the ladies, Carlene and Jill from the Breaking Beauty podcast. They're one of the top beauty podcasts out there. And I had them on and that was just fun, very conversational, you know, what's worth the splurge, what drugstore finds are the best. And that one is definitely for the ladies, but there's also some good like skincare tips and stuff. And we did a swap. So that one was fun. Um, coming out after that, I have Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And that was one where we kind of got pretty deep and I was in tears. And we just talked about fears surrounding, you know, being a mom and just kind of talked about her background and where she started out and how she helps people now. And that was really interesting for me, but it was one that I was really nervous about because it was also over Zoom. And uh, I really, I like to be in person as much as possible when I interview someone, but a lot of people, you know, don't live in LA. They're on the East yeah. coast or they're somewhere else, but that one was good. And then we did, yeah, our BravoCon recap. I love doing episodes with Brock because that's where it can just be 
conversational. And I always love when I can get like my girl Janet or Jamie on to co-host an episode with me because I just think those are super fun. We do drinking and podcasting, like (laughs) sometimes once a month, sometimes a couple times, sometimes we don't do it for a few months, but those are always just fun with my friends. Sometimes they might be annoying to listen to where they're like, this comment I got about my last one, they go, why do I feel like this was a, you had to be there to get it moment? And I'm like, it really was. We're just (laughs) cracking up. No one is sober. It was midnight Labor Day after a long day of drinking. Me, Brock, Jax, Brittany, Raquel, my friend Elaine, my friend Brett, we're just popping in and out and they're doing their best animal sound impressions. And I was listening back to it and I, I had to severely edit this episode because it was just like all over the place. So, um, but the edited version, I think it came out okay. And there were some people who were like, oh my God, we loved it. And then other people were like, I had to turn it off. It was so bad. But I just try and keep my show as lighthearted as possible and have fun with it. But when I do get like the Dr. Lion types on, I also like to have episodes that can be educational and that can reach a broader audience and can help people with things that they're going through. And especially, I know my audience is like, I don't know, 94, 96% women. So the majority of my content is going to be catered towards them because we as moms especially go through so many similar experiences and things that no one could understand unless you've gone through it. You could be the most compassionate, empathetic, sympathetic person in the world, but until you've gone through that experience, you just can't possibly understand. And that's one of my favorite things more recently is as a mom, if I meet another mom at the park or I interview a mom on shenanigans, it's so easy to relate to being a mom, a kid, different stages in life. And I love that. I feel like with being on the show for as long as I have been, I'm fantastic with meeting fans. I'm not great with just keeping a conversation going with someone I don't know. Brock, you could put him in the room with a different type of person from every class possible. There could be a billionaire and a homeless man. And he is going to literally be able to have a deep conversation with both people and they're going to love him. And that's what I love. One of the many things I love so much about him, but I feel like I've never mastered that tool of just put me in a room and I could talk to anyone. I'm like, I'm just going to stay here and wait for someone to maybe recognize me or talk to me because I don't know what to say. But with mom, it's so great. I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. So my daughter's doing this. Is your son doing this? And it's just, I love doing that. So I definitely want to put out some more mommy podcast episodes and stuff like that. Cause it's just, it's so relatable. And I just want that to be a big part of my brand is being able to relate to anyone because that's, you know, what life is all about sharing experiences and being able to help people go through those as well. Oh, totally. I mean, I think something that comes off very clear is authenticity. And regardless of one-star reviews, we all get them, by the way. Uh, (laughs) If you're being your most authentic self, it's going to show. And haters are going to exist regardless. And at the end of the day, you're doing what you like. Now, here's a question I have for you. 
Any chance we'll get another Shenanigans live show anytime soon? Yes, actually, I think the next one is going to be in L.A. Um, We were just kind of waiting for things to settle down with filming. We were so busy. And then right after filming wrapped, it was like festival, festival, trip with summer, trip here, trip there. And we've been kind of all over the place. And over the next month, we're also going to be fully transitioning out of our house in San Diego because it just doesn't make sense to have a rental vacation property. If I own that house, oh my God, I would love it. And one day I hope to buy it. But once we get all of that, and I, I think I'll probably let the holidays pass because they're coming up so quick. Yeah. But I spoke with Dear Media and the New York show we did sold out. It was so successful. Everyone loved it. The venue said, and not just to toot my own horn, they genuinely said and it was one of the best live podcast shows they've ever had there. And I was like, wait, are you just saying that to be nice? They go, no, no, no. It really was. And there were a few people at BravoCon who came up to me who said they were at my show and it was one of their favorites. So that's my love language is words of affirmation. That's the kind of stuff I need to hear to want to do it again. Because if I don't get that positive feedback and I'm like, oh, everyone hated it. Okay, I'll just like not do this again and move on. But Because it did go so well, I think LA is definitely the next spot. We are dropping my podcast merch tomorrow at 10 a.m. So you're dropping your podcast merch on October 27th? October 27th, yes. Oh, man, incredible. Everyone go check that out. I'll put a link to it in the show notes as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, we've got, it's called the Penny Lane Collection. So we have some, it's all happening, cropped hoodies. We've got some milk sweatshirts. We've got hot mom hats. And it's just, it's all really cute. So I'm excited about that. And then we have plans for in the winter to do a good as gold hoodie sweat set. Oh, that's amazing. cases as well. (laughs) That is great. I'm really, really excited for you and for the live show. Man, we we talked about making all of these petitions for your potential spinoffs, but I might have to make a petition to have Vanderpump Robs open the next Shenanigans live show in L.A. Uh, I'm going to write some letters on that one. Um, Definitely. Sheena, we're, we've hit that time. I could talk to you for another half hour, but I, I know you got a lot of stuff on your plate today, especially with the merch Thank drop you. happening. Thanks again. Thanks again for coming on the podcast. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can talk again once the new season's out. 100%. I love doing your show. It's so fun. And um, I'm very anal about audio. So I apologize if this didn't sound perfect, but I hope it's okay. Wow, what an incredible interview. Thanks again, Sheena, for joining me on this podcast. And thank you for listening. Listeners, you know the best thing you can do to support this podcast is to head to patreon.com slash VanderpumpRobs. It helps keep the lights on at the podcast. And as I stated at the beginning of this episode, you can join a great VPR and reality TV slash comedy community. Live watch parties, live events online, bonus and ad-free episodes, early access to episodes. There is so much, but also just, you know, come on, five bucks. If you got it, help support the arts. It's kind of like when you go see a live band and you buy a $50 shirt. Well, it's only $5, and it's a virtual shirt where you actually continue to get things month by month. 
Check the show notes for Sheena's merch drop and any other links that'll help direct you to more opportunities and the direct link to the Patreon. All right, we'll see you next time on Vanderpump Robs. Wait, Rob? Is that who we're talking about? Yeah.